Hey everyone, Dave Cottingham here. Before we get rolling, gonna just bust out all the info for you. You are listening to the 21 Podcast. We are 21podcast.com where you can listen to all the past shows. Follow us on Twitter at 21podcast and check us out on Facebook at 21pro. We got our YouTube channel, 21pro, and we are part of the 21 Network, 21network.com. Visit that at that website for all the latest podcasts on all of our great shows. Uh, follow the network at 21 Network for the latest news and updates. And check out that YouTube channel, youtube.com slash 21 Network, for all the latest videos and all our latest video shows that we're going to be adding to that channel. So that's all the info. Let's get going with the show. The following podcast intro has been approved for all audiences. The rest of the podcast, not so much. From the minds that brought you Star Wars fan films like The Unknown Discovery and Rise of the Troopers and the web series sensation 21 Days of Seton comes a podcast critics are calling A podcast about an hour long and it's free. In a world full of bad news that will just bum you out. It's three filmmakers who love to talk movies, TV shows, comics, and of course, Star Wars. All while letting their geek flag fly high. Oh, and they've got their own projects, too. Every week, it's The 21 Podcast. Welcome to The 21 Podcast. We are back here in a variation of Studio A. Kind of outside. Yeah. It's It's a rotating studio here lately moving further and further away from right right <laughs> closer to the wall though <laughs> closer to the wall yeah <laughs> but we are back doing the 21 podcast and all three of us are here in the same room it's kind of rare these days but i am chad perkins across from me is david cottingham hello and to his right is russell johnson hello and this is a 21 podcast on this edition we're going to be doing some uh reviews one movie we just uh, saw ant-man here recently, and then we're going to be reviewing some trailers. So Marvel movie, DC trailers. We're talking about uh, Batman v Superman and the uh, Suicide Squad trailers that both came out during Comic-Con. Got to talk about that, our reactions, and what we're hoping to see out of those movies. Um, but right now, what's what's happening? What is happening? Is anything happening? Uh, actually, the, yeah, um I'll go ahead and mention that there are some changes coming to the um, the 21 network. Uh, just for a couple of the shows, the so I think we've we're retiring the popular fanatics yeah podcast. So yeah. that is moving to the archives. You can still listen to it if you if you want to catch up on some of it. It still will be listed on there. Um, one change I am working on with the guys, as in the Cooley brothers, uh, we're actually going to be turning their podcast actually into a video podcast. So, because uh, they, they feel like they, they're they so animated, they you need to see these guys versus just hear them. So right. we're going to kind of do a video podcast of it, and then we'll, we'll still put the audio, like we do with the Gotham show, we'll we'll make the audio still part of the, the podcast, but uh, it'll be more of a video that we'll put on the network. So uh, I think we're going to start that here sometime 1st of August. Um, they're kind of getting materials together and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. so that's kind of, so right now we got the six shows. We're still sticking with our, our main shows are, uh, inside the force, the show TCG and the comics. Um, and Gotham will be coming back whenever the, 
next season starts, mm-hmm. which looks to be a pretty controversial one, I think. With right. All yeah. the the villains and more Joker talk that they're apparently going to have. So you know, mm-hmm. we'll see what that goes. But um, but yeah, that's um, those are kind of the changes we're looking at right now for that twenty one network site. Exciting times. Yes. So that's what's happening. Let's get straight into this review. Uh, we've all seen Ant-Man now. Um, Dave, you and I saw it on opening night. I think, Russell, you saw it yesterday. yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's all fresh on our minds. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's start with you, Russ. What was your opinion? Uh, in my opinion, it was a it was a solid movie. It was. Uh, I've talked to you guys individually about it, so it's do it here together. Um, I thought it was a, it was pretty much met my expectations. It's it maybe exceeded them a little bit more. I was a little, little surprised here and there, but pretty much met what I expected it to be. I thought it was just a solid Marvel movie. It was entertaining, as you had asked me before. What I kind of rank it? It's kind of a, it's right there in the middle. You know, I think it's right in the the middle of the the pack of all the Marvel movies that have been out there as far as like my enjoyment of them. But mm-hmm. you know, that said, there are quite a few Marvel movies I could almost <laughs> kind of pull them all in that same area, right? Um, but I thought it was. I give it a. I give it a good, a solid B plus. You know, as a movie mm-hmm. overall, it's fun. It's a good time. Saw so my daughter. She, as we talked about earlier, was a little slow in the beginning, but once the action got going and really started getting into it, you know, she liked it. She thought it was interesting. So, mm-hmm. kind of gauge it off that as well. So, all in all, good movie. I liked it. So this is the last movie in Marvel Phase Two. Uh, so we'll be starting Phase 3 coming up. That makes 12 Marvel movies so far. So you're putting it around the 6 to 7 6 to 7, somewhere slot. around there. You know, mm-hmm. it could be, mm-hmm. you know, late middle. But, so, late you, know, middle, but yeah. you know, somewhere in the, I wouldn't, yeah, 6, 7. Okay. Dave, where would you slot it? Out of 12. Uh, in the 12. I don't know. I think, um, I liked it. It, it. It took all. It took a long time for it to get going for me, which I think was different than a lot of the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. especially like the Phase One ones. I, I felt like all the Phase One movies were paced really well. Um, I, I mean, so I would probably, I would probably fit in the bottom half. Mm-hmm. I mean, enjoyment wise, it was pretty enjoyable, but. Um, I just don't think it was as strong as some of those other characters that they've had. Because um, this being the first one that's separate, well, besides Guardians, I guess, but Guardians was kind of so outside of the Avengers, mm-hmm. you know. This was the first new Avenger by itself, you know, kind of thing. Um, so hopefully it's not a it's a, a indication of how these other ones are going to go. You know, they're going to be bringing in all these Black Panthers and Ms. Marvel and Doctor Strange, all that stuff. <clears throat> but, um, but I thought the effects were good. I thought, um, you know, uh, well, we can get some of the some of the effects. I think I got questions about, but, um, but overall, I'd say, yeah, I'd say more around the eight nine mark. Mm-hmm. You know, probably. I mean, I put it definitely ahead of Iron Man three. <laughs> 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 And probably Dark World too. Dark yeah. World was a little let down for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, nine ten. Yeah, it might break 
the top ten for me, but if it does, just mm-hmm. yeah, maybe around the nine, the nine yeah. to ten mark. I, it was good. There, it's I can't really put my finger on what didn't wow me about it, except it was a little slow in the beginning. Um, maybe I thought Paul Rudd did a great job, but maybe it was the rest of the cast wasn't all that spectacular. I mean, Michael Douglas is great, of course, um, but I don't know. I just didn't have the charisma of some of the others. And it wasn't, I didn't think it was as funny. And I know sometimes we get on Marvel movies for trying to be too funny. Mm-hmm. But it kind of seemed like this one might have benefited a little bit more with some more humor. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I I enjoyed it. But I was actually trying to think of this. If I own every Marvel movie so far, I don't think I bought The Dark World. And I don't know if I'll buy this one. Really? If that's an indication. I'll buy them all. I bu- I've bought them all just to have them anyway, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll buy Because I don't really probably. know if I would want to watch it. I mean, if it comes on TV, I might sit and watch it, but I don't know if it's if it would really be a repeat movie for me. No. I mean, I don't know if I, I – mine's more of just a collecting standpoint, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if I'll pop it in either. Yeah. Not really sure. I've, I've read that um, as far as the comedy side, like I know you mentioned – Rudd doesn't do that much comedy. He does, you know, because everybody know, knows him as a comedy mm-hmm. actor. Right. But everybody's, and, I, and what I've read is fairly positive is, you know, Michael Pena's character. He's kind of the one that was the right. the comedy relief, and everybody's mm-hmm. kind of feeling like they really, really liked his character. But uh, he was okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little different take on this one. This is Marvel's first heist film. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen some different iterations of genres of film here lately and um like i was telling russell like if i want to watch a heist film i would watch oceans 11 or you know any of the oceans movie movies really or italian job or something mm-hmm. this one to be a heist film just didn't have the eccentricness that mm-hmm. all those others kind of have going for it and um i didn't have enough close calls right as far as a big heist movie goes yeah you know, it's always like that something goes wrong or something's really other than the fact that he couldn't get the you know the power thing shut off in time because they're about to be arrested. That was really the only glitch that could have happened, you know, because it was like, eh. you mm-hmm. know, Michael Pena getting in was pretty, pretty easy. I yeah, thought right. for such a high s- secure facility, he's to punch people in the face and drag them. You know, <laughs> I know, like, right? Okay, well, you know, that was, but it is, you know, again, it is what it is. Yeah, I thought it was pretty formulaic too. You kind of knew. And I guess we should say spoilers. We always say spoilers. Yeah, you know, spoilers. Um, that, you know, Hank Pym's wife had to go subatomic. So then right there you knew that he was going to have to go sure. subatomic. Sure. And figure out a way back where she never could and um, things like that. It, it was just, I think you had mentioned something else, Russell. I thought, well, I thought it was pretty, I got to, there's two things along those lines, I thought, much like you, I thought it was very cookie cutter as far as like the progression of the story. Mm-hmm. And you could always tell like they always they tried to make the villain seem like not the villain, like he wasn't catching on to everything that was going on behind his back. Like when he showed up at Douglas's house and he just shows up there and he's in a leather coat and stuff. You're like, why are you there? He's like, well, I just want to let you know we're going to make the most popular company. You're welcome. <laughs> or when he catches her coming out of the room and he's standing in the hallway and he's got that look on his face like, I've caught you. And then he says... So how do I look? Yeah. You know, I mean, you knew the whole time he knew what was going on. It wasn't yeah. like very well concealed. Right. Um, and everything just had that. You just knew 
Like this is the way it's supposed to go. And that's fine. And, you know, again, I, I think it, 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 it was meant to be that way. And just, I'm we're I'm getting to a point now. We'll talk a little about this was, um, I felt like halfway through the movie, I'm like, when is this going to start to wear thin across the cinematic universe? Like every, you know, with the Falcon showing up, that was a cool fight scene. Um, you knew why it had to be the Falcon and not Captain America or you know, the big Avengers. Um, but I'm like, at what point is this going to just start to wear thin? I don't know. I think, I don't know if the honeymoon is over. Right. As far as like, we've seen all these movies now, everybody's starting to come together and the story's starting to come together. And we waited 12 movies to get to this particular story, that particular story. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Ant-Man was originally going to be one of the first movies like they Ant-Man or Iron Man and they went Iron Man. So this, this has been going on. You know, Edgar Wright had been working on the script before Iron Man was even out. So, and I think that's one of the reasons why he left the project because Marvel needed everything to, to tie in. And since he'd been working on it before there was Mm -hmm. a universe that didn't work, but um, I think this would have been more interesting if it was one of the first Marvel movies. You know, because th- then it would have been like, oh wow, this is. It would have been fresh. It would have been yes. It would have been different. But now it's like, Ant Man. Okay, it seems a, <laughs> a little underwhelming. Yeah, exactly. Like you expected something bigger to happen. Yeah, and like, especially coming oh, off of well. two Avengers movies and a Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, if if people went in there expecting that type of grandeur, they were going to really be disappointed. But I don't really think a whole lot of people were. <clears> but <throat> since it's a a solo flick, but it did seem a little. Still underwhelming, you know. Yeah, I, th- I thought, but yeah, I think uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how much. I don't know if that would have. I mean, Iron Man, I think was a, obviously a better choice, just because I think you know, and it's not Iron Man. I think that carries it. It's Robert Downey Jr. that right. carries it more than anything. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, he's kind of he's kind of been the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's the franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's the one who gets paid the most. He, he's uh, he's the one flagship in all of these movies. I think Captain America, I think Chris Evans is carrying it as well. So, um, but I, yeah, I just think that, I think anybody, I think any, I think anybody playing this character would have been in the same position. I don't know if it, it's just so, like you said, it's just so hard to follow the movies that have come out. Yeah. Winter Soldier, um, Avengers 2, and then this. It's like, there are Guardians, and then Avengers 2, and then now this. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, that's three movies in a row that's just badass. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, I was, th- I was thinking back a couple things. One, I don't know if I kept thinking, is this, I don't know if it was a requirement. Did you notice that every time it seemed like every time he hit the ground, like he enlarged himself. I don't know if that was like a reflex to break his fall or if you ever notice that. And whenever he was like fighting and he would fall, it was like, and he'd get big. Like when he was fighting the Falcon, every time he got thrown down, he turned big and then he turned small. Hmm. And I don't know if that's a reason like to break his fall or if he had to like, like if he would have got hurt, keeping keep small and hitting the ground that far, I don't know. I mean, probably not. I don't. I, I don't know if you guys noticed that at all. I was just. I uh, was questioned. I was always questioning when he was. I see what you're saying. Enlarging and, but I think from a movie making standpoint, it's more just for visual effect. Yeah. He had him small the whole time. It'd be this big, small, big, small, big versus small, and that this is just a cool effect. It's like it's like what they did with um, 
Nightcrawler and the X-Men, that, that poof thing. Yeah. It gets old. I mean, they got to keep doing it or you forget what he does, you know? So I think it's more just visually stimulating in a fight where he's fighting a guy full size that he's going to be full size just so it looks cool, mm-hmm. the shrinking part and getting away. And I don't know if he did it for any specific reason, like for himself as a character. Yeah. But I think... Um, I, I did notice. I was like, why, why was he getting big as he gets thrown down to the ground? Like when Falcon throws him, he's like, you know, I don't know. Could yeah. be. It could be. It, it doesn't impact him as much when he's big and he hits the ground versus being small, coming at a stronger force. I don't know. But that's kind of. Mm. Yeah. So question. I had a question. So the, the villain, had he already spent a lot of time in the yellow jacket suit? I don't think he's been hardly any time. Well, because um, what's her name? <laughs> the the girl. Hope. Yeah, she mentioned that it had started to affect his mind or something. Mm. Being in the suit, but so if he had that, would it kind of explain it? But I was thinking, you know, okay, so we it takes two weeks or whatever for the good guy to learn the suit, but then once the bad guy puts it on, he knows. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, how to fire always, everything and how well, to, I wasn't very that wasn't very clear, but that wasn't she did make clear. it seem like he had spent time in the suit, and that's why it was affecting his mind because the pin particles, or at least the Ant Man suit, again, that's why he didn't put the suit back on Michael Douglas's character because he's like, it, it took a toll on me being right. in that suit, yeah, because the longer you're in it, the more it messes with your, your, your mind, molecules, and all that stuff. So, but that begs the question that if he was in the suit and the suit was just a suit like an Iron Man suit that you just do stuff with right? and lasers and stuff, why would it affect his mind? Because he wasn't actually shrinking in the suit. He could shrink the suit, but he couldn't shrink himself in the suit. Right. So I don't know that the pin particles, unless he had the pin particles on him and that somehow just having them. Yeah. That that part, I don't know. Can make you, but yeah, I did notice that. It's like what? Cause he went from being evil to being really evil, really fast. You know, once he kind of revealed himself as like, and and then he's an expert fighter. Yeah, you know, and that's just like uh, what's his name? Uh, Jebediah, or yeah, and Iron Man, uh, Bridges, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Iron oh, Man, yeah. like he mm-hmm. got in the suit and knew how to fight in the suit right away. Yeah, yeah. when Iron Man is like took, took a while yeah, to yeah, figure exactly. it out. Yeah, I guess times. I guess villains just have that I guess. talent, natural yeah. ability, <laughs> yeah, natural ability to be evil and know where yeah. all the buttons and then, are. And then again, what we talked about beforehand, like I was I was questioning too, like, um. Why did he keep throwing those discs at him? Because I, I, I was thinking, like, he didn't have the ability to, to grow and shrink like Ant-Man. So that's why I think he was having to throw those things and keep hitting them. And that's why, like, the Thomas the Train. Then how know. in the helicopter, because the uh, Yellow Jacket suit was, was shrunk at that point, mm-hmm. how did he get it on? Well, again, I think he... He got it on. When I think he enlarged the suit. I think he had the ability to enlarge and shrink the suit. Oh, so he just he enlarged the it suit and put it on and then put it on, and then he hit him yeah. and shrink him, yeah. right? Because he first yeah. hit him to shrink guess, him, right. yeah, and then later on he hit him to expand him. Yeah, he he actually yeah he he has the ability because that was the thing they said he can shrink and grow inanimate objects, just mm-hmm. not with people inside of him. That's why when he shot the dude and turned to goo. Or whatever, yes. but there was something else he shut that he was was um, early on in the that little uh, promo movie they showed 
for the thing. They showed the gun hitting inanimate objects and shrinking them. So we saw that, yes, he can shrink them and, yeah. and, and reverse them. So um, I did think it was really cool, the opening scene. I, I was kind of unexpected. Before, before the logo even came up, mm-hmm. they had that scene with old Peggy Carter and mm-hmm. old Howard Stark and – I didn't expect that, but I did feel like, I think I leaned over and told you in the theater, I was like, that, you know, that seemed, it seemed a little odd to me because, not odd, but I guess it's, it's weird to see that, because Peggy Carter has always been played by Haley Atwell, mm-hmm. every age, right? But Howard Stark's a different person. Right. Yeah, that threw me off. It threw me off a little bit. Like, I had to remember, oh, that's the Howard Stark from Iron Man, right? Not Iron Man, Captain America. Iron Man 2, I think. Yeah, Iron Man too. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah, that threw me right? off too. He right? was in the yeah. film because I saw Haley Atwell. Like, hey, that's Haley Atwell. I was like, who's that guy? Yes. Yeah, because they they hired yeah. they they it's didn't the guy hire. From they exactly. Hire, that's what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I thought. They didn't hire the young guy to be Howard Stark in episode in Iron Man, Man Two. two. And I think that's just older. yeah. I think that's just because he had played him and yeah. I see what you're saying. Well, he had not yes. he had not been casted yet for Captain America. Correct. So if he had been cast in Captain America, they probably right. kept the yeah, same they couldn't guy. young him right down. Yes, <laughs> they. Which I like the guy. I mean, I feel like the guy in Iron Man Two was. I just felt like he was better. I don't know for some reason. This, Dominic Cooper. Yeah, the older guy. Uh, the yeah, I was in the TV show as well. Played him in the TV show, Young Howard Stark. Uh no 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 not him the guy in Iron Man Two where he's on the film he's on the films. Oh, I thought that was the guy. That is Dominic Cooper. Oh no, Dominic. Coo- who's Dominic Cooper? The guy in the in the show and Agent Carter. Yeah, he was also in. He was also in. He's in the, the first, the first just, Captain America. He's in the first Captain America. Yeah, but that's in Iron Man Cooper. Two. That's not him. That's oh. the guy from Ant Man. I'm confused. When he's on this, when he says Tony, he's he's, he's talking to him through the mm-hmm. films. He's like Tony, you are, and always will be my greatest invention. Now that's that's okay. That's this guy. That's in Ant Man. John Slattery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they aged him. That's what I'm saying. Like it took me a second to be like, um, but I felt like he acted. Yeah, mm-hmm. I felt like he was better in the in the Iron Man. Like in Iron Man Two, I loved how he portrayed Howard Stark in that. For some reason, I don't know. For this, I felt like he wasn't that good in this. But. Well, he was 1989. Uh, yeah, Stark. Howard so Stark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he was more more yuppie. But anyway, I, I I enjoyed that scene. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that was good. Hmm. I really like Haley Atwell, so anything she's in. Because again, in in Winter Soldier, they aged her extremely. I right. they, I, I can't even tell that was her to be honest. Right. The beginning, but so she's always played Peggy, so that's pretty neat. But mm-hmm. so in summary, it's fun, good to see in the theater, but meh. <laughs> I don't know how much watch watchability. It would Do we have. want to talk about cutscenes? Oh sure, yeah. There's after scenes. After scenes. Yeah, yeah there's credit credit scenes. Scenes. two after credit scenes. Because I, I felt like there were there were talks. I never read what they were, but there were talks online that these were like incredible credit scenes. You know, like I, well, as a matter of fact, when I was in the I texted well, I put on Facebook before the movie started, hey my, my daughter and I are watching, you know, hey man. And somebody had commented back, stay for the scenes. Yeah. Because they're awesome. I was like, I knew they were coming, I'm just gonna stay anyway. But right. I was like, all right, well, my socks yeah. off here. What's this post credit scene? Because I think I knew what the first one was uh, going into it. So I have no idea what they were. So I, I think I knew what the first one was. So what do you so. think? Um, well, I, I the thing with I've always kind of liked the Wasp character as Hope. 
Like I, Janet, I wasn't really reading any kind of Ant Man or Wasp stories, or like that, although she's been an Avenger all along. So they had the haircut down from the comics with with um, Evangeline Lilly. So I knew that was going to be her. I liked the outfit. I was a little concerned about that because that Marvel's gone back to the older outfit in the cu- current comics, which I hate. Um, I always liked the original one they had or the one prior to that for Hope. And so it looked more along those lines. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, you know, g- g- gives us another female superhero that we don't really have a lot of. So that was kind of cool. I mean, I liked it. It wasn't earth shattering to me, but it was cool. I like to see the outfit ahead of time. And hey, we're getting another superhero. That's fine. So it was cool. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was you know, kind of funny. And I guess it, it took the course of the movie for uh for her dad to realize that this is what you're meant to be but it was also very contradictory you know like no you're never gonna you're never gonna be the wasp okay be the wasp <laughs> you know movie's over now so yeah here's here's she's never gonna be ant-man well yeah she's never gonna be ant-man uh but because i lost my wife but Oh, if if he could go some atomic and come back, then eh, we're fine here. Here, take the suit. <laughs> so I don't know, but, but I was yeah. fine with it. And then the second scene, yeah, uh, with uh, Bucky, mm-hmm. Bucky there in a vice grip, which a also mechanical arm. Before we get into it, the audience, <laughs> sitting with the audience, and and when they showed, when they cut to 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 Winter Soldier sitting there, Bucky. Like there was a collective gasp in the theater. I was like, "Really? Are we at, are we still there? Are we still shocked that he's coming back? Or <laughs> yeah. he's there? Or like, oh my god, this is such a such a massive revelation? We're so back!" It's like, just all right, just calm down. Seriously, it just, uh, that just bugged me at that point. I was like, Shut up, just watch the credit scene. This is a series where Loki has died twice and not died. Right. Yeah, come on, you think just, someone's gone? Just calm down. Yeah. So sorry, off track. Go, yeah. go ahead. So Bucky's in a vice grip. Bucky's in a vice, and uh, Falcon and Cap are talking, and and uh, Falcon's like, "I know a guy." We guess he's talking about Ant Man, mm-hmm. but he doesn't make it specific enough to know. I mean, like you said, Russell. Right after that, it says Ant Man will return. So you would think, oh, that's who he's talking about, but he could be talking about any of these other new guys. Well, it's supposed <laughs> to be a big reveal for Civil War. And the only thing and I had to read it online because I wasn't really sure where that came into play. You know, I thought more it was going to be something more about this, what the Civil War is or where it's coming. Because this feels like that credit sequence feels like it's in the middle of or the very beginning it of, is, it is, of, of Winter Soldier or of uh, Civil War. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like it's part of that movie. So, again, you can assume from him fighting Falcon fighting Ant-Man to at the end where he's looking for Ant-Man that yes, that's who he's talking about. I know a guy finally found Ant-Man and knows who he is type of thing. But, um, but whatever they used the word, they used a word in there. Cause when Falcon said, Hey, you want to tell Tony? And he's like, we can't because of, because of the accords, the accords. The accord, yeah. So the accords are, we can only assume is the superhero registration act, Correct. which is what, which would have been better if they had said that, honestly. If they had said that, I'd be like, oh, there we go. There's not the accords. <laughs> there it kind is. Of, yeah, it could be. may yeah. not be. No, you yeah. know, but. I think this is well into the Civil War. Um, it almost felt like a scene that they're going to re-show because they're going to figure out – we're, we're going to see how he got into the vice grip. 
Yeah, it could be. I feel like that's like maybe the beginning of Civil War. Uh, we just kind of saw a preview of it, but I think because um, that's what it felt like to me. I felt it was, it was so short, didn't really reveal much. I don't think people really know what, anything about Civil War it could be confused by what they just saw. Yeah, uh, if you didn't know, if I, I didn't know anything about it, I'd be like, what the hell is that supposed to yeah, be? Yeah, exactly. You know, okay, they're bringing back totally. Bucky. All right. Well. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had read yeah. rumors that we were going to, we were possibly going to see like some other Avenger poss- or newer people, like a shot of Ms. Marvel or a shot of Spider-Man or something like yeah. that. But obviously that didn't happen. So, so I thought these were very eh. generic. Yeah. Credit sequences. They, weren't, I mean? they weren't, they were not earth shattering. No. They didn't really reveal no. too much. I don't think, but they did mention not in the post credit sequence, but in the movie itself, Spider-Man finally. Right. At yeah. Least in a roundabout type of way. With, yes. You know, who are you looking for specifically? We got one who crawls up the wall. So they've already said yeah. in a Marvel movie that we have a Spider-Man without saying we have Spider-Man. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've referenced that. So that's pretty cool. Cool. Let's put Ant-Man to bed and let's move on to some trailers. <laughs> well, what's the verdict? How many like how many stars out of five? A lot of five? Two and a half. Wow. That's like a that's like a D grade. Well, I figure I'm I'm right down the middle. If I would put it in the lower of my 12 out of five stars, I'm going to give it half, two and a half. Mm. Two and a half, 2.75, maybe three. Mm. I could be argued to three. <laughs> I'm not going to argue three. I'm going to, I'll go, I think, I think it's three. I think it's three. I'll give it three and a half. Three and a half, okay. yeah. 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 I probably liked it a little better than you guys did, but. We're good. I like it when we're not all the same, so that's good. But it's it's yeah. So you say you're two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep your two and a half, Mister. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. So what do you want to do, Batman or Suicide Squad? We got two trailers here. I don't know, man. They're pretty impactful trailers coming out of Comic Con. Yeah. Let's go with the one we saw first, which is Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Correct. Dong of Justin. As they say on Nerdist <laughs> Dawn News. Dawn of Justin? Yeah. Nice. That's what Chobot always says on Nerdist News. Uh, thoughts? Anyone? Open up Open up the table here. Well, uh, I guess in the beginning, it was a ton more than I ever expected to get from a movie that's still almost a year out. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like, what, 3, 3.30 something, wasn't it? It was a long trailer, it's yeah. It's March... Oh, the the, like the, the trailer itself, it, yes, like yes, yeah. Seconds, they shortened like. it because it's further for for theatrical release. Because I think most trailers can't be over three minutes in, right. in movies, but yeah, it was like three, three and a half. Um, I mean, I think it, I think it contained everything I expected because there had always been rumors that I, I had read this a long time ago that they were going to market. They were actually going to market Batman first. And then later on, they're going to market Superman, and then we'll we'll get the maybe the final story trailer, and then before. So this was definitely Batman centric, um, about kind of showing the fact that he was there at the last Metropolis battle between Zod and, and Superman. Um, you know, you got you got to hear Alfred a lot, his stance on everything. You got a lot of Affleck's. Um, take on bruce wayne and 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 what how he where he is with superman you got some lex you got shots of wonder woman um i mean to be honest i don't know if i need anything else 
till the movie comes out. Like I was telling Casey, me and Casey talked about it for a long time. And I mean, there's enough there to where I don't need to know that I can kind of formulate the story. I don't need to know too much more of the plot. And there's enough shots in there where I will still be wowed because we're only seeing three minutes of a movie that's clearly going to be two and a half hours, right. if not more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm completely satisfied with that. I was I was thrilled to see it. I keep watching it just as much as I do the Star Wars trailer. Um, and there's nothing about it so far that I have concerns about, to be honest. From Batman's look to Wonder Woman's look to where I think the story is now. I will say I think the only, I guess the only, not concern, but the only thing I would say is that I. There has been those images of Eisenberg bald, which he looks more like Lex than I mean he clearly looks like he's wearing a wig. Mm, yeah. You know, not not obviously he's wears a wig, but I'm saying like Lex is wearing a wig. Yes. Um so we'll see where his character goes and what, how he kind of fits in the story, but um but overall, man, I think just I love the look of it. I love I love what what I think is the story so far in it. Russ? Uh, no, I, I dug it. I loved it. It was great. Um, I saw it online. It's just like I was happy. I didn't have to watch it like last year's Comic-Con. Yes. I could watch it for a while without seeing in high def. They were like, screw it. All high def, man. So um, We actually got it before the panel, too. It came mm-hmm. out before the actually yeah, had yeah, the panel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I liked, uh, much like Dave, I don't really have any concerns. I don't think I need to know too much more about the story. I, I kind of got the gist I need to know as far as like what's happening. I like the fact they tied into Man of Steel. You know, I like how that, that we connect Bruce Wayne to that that time. Um, we get a shot of Zod, so we know that Jesse Eisenberg is working um, mm-hmm. on creating a super human um, of his own via Zod. Doomsday. So, so that yeah. makes that makes for that makes for an interesting story. It keeps Zod involved as far as like, well, you know, he's an important part of what you know Lex is going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I, I the only thing I wanted more of, or I would like to have seen, and they did they didn't do any of this with any of the characters. Don't get me wrong, but because um, they didn't do it to the very end with Superman standing on top of the Batmobile, so I'm finally in the same shot together. Everybody else was all single shots. But I wish they would have shown Wonder Woman engaged with someone as opposed to like right. a shot of her moving forward and you see Superman flying. with it. Like That's not even the same scene, I bet. Right. Um, I would like to see more interaction with her character. I felt like the, the two Wonder Woman shots were obligatory shots just to make sure she's in there. And they might not be ready. I don't know. But I wish they had a little more Wonder Woman in there. I would like to have seen maybe an Aquaman or, you know, something like that. Cyborg. But, well, I don't know if Cyborg is. I don't think he's actually Cyborg, but, but seeing something like the football game. Yeah. Where he's the quarterback or whatever would have been cool. But, I mean, that's that's kind of that's nitpicky. Um, but it's overall, coming. I it's thought coming. it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's more trailers to come. Yeah, yeah. But I, I did think, I, I mean, as a trailer, it got me really excited for the movie. I was excited to begin with. And. I just sold it even more. I, I just, you know, I liked everything about it. I thought it was, it's going to explain a lot. It's going to explain what, you know, everybody's got this whole thing hang up about Superman killing and I like how they've changed him, having people side against him and for him. And, um, you know, Batman just kind of hiding out the whole time. Like I got to take care of business now. This, this crap's getting weird, you know, so I got to get back into the suit. So I like him as an older Batman. I like the younger Lex because it's it's a different Batman, which is what I like. We're not yeah. going back to 
Is it going to be from the Dark Knight thing with Christian Bale? Is it going to be this, that? It's like it's a totally different Batman involved in a new kind of take on these DC superheroes. So um, I'm all for it. I think Cavill just continue. I mean, to see every time I see him, he he has become Superman to me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he really embodies that character. And uh, any concern I had about Affleck, I know you had a bunch, but I had some myself when he was first cast. You know, but I've since watched Gone Girl and see all, I mean, all that stuff with Affleck and what he did in this trailer, which wasn't a lot. I mean, he didn't do a lot of talking or anything, but um, I don't know. I liked his look. I thought it looks good. I think he's going to be a good Batman. So I'm excited. Well, I like how they, you know, the so many people from Man of Steel talked about the destruction in Metropolis and there's so much destruction and they just completely blew it off. Well, I'm glad right here from the very beginning of this trailer, it's like, hey, look, it's, it's consequences from all this destruction. In there was a plan. See, people, there, <laughs> yeah, there yeah. was there was a plan here. We weren't they weren't just gonna blow yes. it off. Um, That's true. Although on the other coin, in that newspaper article in the trailer, it says dozens killed. It's like dozens, only dozens. Well, <laughs> I mean, you could think of it this way though that that's you know that part of the fight is later. Yeah. So a lot of evacuation happened as soon as that world engine started going. Right, yeah, I yeah. mean, people were out. People were leaving the streets. So, mm-hmm. sure, I think thousands and thousands were killed in the city, but maybe in that built because because I was talking about specifically I was talking about that the Wayne building. Financial, yeah, yeah. That so, could have only been dozens. It could have only been especially dozens. if Bruce Wayne was running around. He may but then again, it could have been people. the next day, and they wouldn't even have a count yet mm-hmm. of how many people are missing. You know, who knows? I don't know. Right. I don't know. Dozens it, but, killed, millions missing. <laughs> yeah, remind me about that scene. Go ahead, because I want to hear what you had to say about it. But okay, um, but no, I thought it looked it looks amazing. You know, mm-hmm. I love the the Frank Miller tie-in. Mm-hmm. Oh god, yeah, straight off the cover. Yep. Um, it does raise a lot of questions, and there's of course a million theories out there. Um, a lot of people are saying some of the scenes that we see are actually a premonition that wonder woman has like a dream about what the future will look like if things continue and that's why we see you know batman in the desert and um hmm. you know superman oh, you haven't heard that one yeah superman walk around with all these guards that's he's kind of taken up the charge of protecting the world mm-hmm. almost like in a police police state Almost like an injustice. Well, it's injustice. Exactly. Are you injustice. familiar with injustice? Yeah. yeah. yeah totally. You played the game. I played right? the game. Right? Yeah. yeah. We've read the story. Superman's finally like, screw it, I'm taking over. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I got to just. You know. That makes sense. And I didn't know that. And, and, the and what I've heard, that's that's definitely the thing going on is is Wonder Woman. Because there's somebody on the island, on Themyscira, that has that ability. I don't think it's her, mm-hmm. but it's someone else that has that ability. But I think he's given her the ability to oh, actually have precognition. I hadn't heard that. That's for. News to my ears, and yeah. <laughs> now that I've heard it, it sounds very plausible. Very plausible. So it's it's yeah. Batman. It's it's her showing Bruce what will become and yeah. what you will need to do, mm-hmm. who you will have to become because it's clear he's clearly breaking that guy's neck. Yeah, um, yeah. which isn't Batman, we all know. So um, yeah, that's what I've read too. I've yeah. heard that that cool, which though. makes I, sense because yeah, I was makes sense to me because you're right because when I first saw it, I was like, whoa, what is those that, scenes? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is going on? So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So now we get the people who are face painted surrounding him could be okay. I got you. Could be a future that, that, that thing too. That, that makes sense. It could be. So yeah, so I, th- I I like the ambiguity of who knows. These are just awesome looking shots, and uh, I mean that's all I need to see too. I really don't need to see another trailer. I'm. 
Yeah. You know, but uh, I thought it was, I thought it was great. Yeah. And I thought the, uh, I thought a couple of the best parts too were, were one Robin's suit. Mm-hmm. That freaking flipped me out, man. Because yep. at first, to be honest, at first I didn't see that it was Robin's suit. I didn't either. I thought oh, you got to stop. Yeah, you got to like get a yeah. free yes. frame of it to know. You I thought it was it. an old Batman suit. I thought so too. And Joker Joke. just happened to ride on him, you know. Mm-hmm. And, but then I paused it because I wanted to read specific. Then I was like, there's "Holy no, shit, there's, there's an R. R there! Oh my god!" This Plus, is... then you can see the the floating mask. Totally. Yeah, in a wider shot, you can see the the the. Bow staff and all. So this stuff. is, I mean, this is this is well post Dick Grayson. We're talking. Well this is this is a lot of. This is through all the Batman, all yeah, the Robins, it basically. Makes, yeah, it makes a makes a play for what's coming down the road. So mm-hmm. I like that. I like how they're kind of just jumping forward. They're not like, oh, we're going to start from scratch. And we're, in, you know, they're already down the road. So yeah, which begs which begs begs you to think that, which we just a whole other podcast, but whether or not, <laughs> whether or not the the Jeff Johns. Affleck movie that they're writing, the mm-hmm. Batman, whether or not that's actually a prequel. I would love it if it if it were. I think that'd be great. I think they. I think, I think they, they should do Death in the Family. I think they do Jason Todd. They they show that, that would suit. Be, get it? That would be that freaking would be awesome. Awesome, Jared Leto in there. Mm-hmm. You know, man, that, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. So beats him with a crowbar. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um. So no, because Affleck's directing it too. So who knows? You know. Um. But but. But the question too out there is a lot of people are speculating who actually wrote on that piece of paper. Right. The newspaper. Because the newspaper it was, says you let your family you let your family die. Because it was mailed to him. Yes, because there's a mm-hmm. no because I don't believe that that's Joker. A lot of people are saying that that's Joker. That's his handwriting. I mean, it looks just like what's on the Robin suit and Yeah, but anybody can write kind of like yeah, that. I I, but see, because because if you think about it, people are saying, well, if that's Joker, then he knows Bruce Wayne is Batman. Well, he could have also just sent it to Bruce Wayne because, you know, you let your family die. It could be your Wayne family. You know, Wayne Financial yeah. building uh, collapsed. You, you know, he, he's thinking he's a, uh, just another corrupt million, billionaire and, you know, you let your family die. So it mm-hmm. could just be directed. It could be from the Joker, but just directed towards Bruce Wayne, which he doesn't know is actually Batman. Right, it was a possibility. Could be, and there's also a theory. I don't think this is. I read a theory that that uh, it's actually from like either a, an employee or somebody from, and that, um, or it's a, another villain possibly, but that it's possible he actually had a person that he knew, like a girlfriend or a wife mm. that was in the building. Vicky mm-hmm. Vale. You know, who, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with his relationship or whatnot. But, I don't either. Because I think he said it, right? He's been Batman for 20 years. Yeah. Wasn't it 20 years? He said, he said 20 years we protected Gotham. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if there's any heroes left or something. He was saying something like that to Alfred, yeah. which was a very cool line. But uh, And I love, I mean, I love how Jeremy Irons was, you know, he's not our enemy. You know what I mean? It's like. Now, Jeremy that, Irons isn't all that much older, right? I mean. He. Uh, I think he is. Well, compared to compared to Ben Affleck, Affleck, he is compared to Bruce in this movie, where Bruce is an older Bruce. No, I think I think he's. I mean, he's a good twenty or so years. Okay. I mean, Affleck. Affleck's supposed to be. I think Affleck's supposed to be roughly the same age as Superman in this roughly, movie, if yes. not a little bit older. Yeah. Um, Looks older than thirty three. Well, I think he's supposed to be like. No, no, yeah, he's supposed to be like late thirties. I think. Mm-hmm. I think so. Because um, the comics, when he's the whole. 
Dark Knight thing, he was like in his sixties. Yeah, but he's, he's definitely really not old. that. He's not that old. No, I mean, he's. I think he. I think he's. He's supposed to be. At least what I read, he's supposed to be maybe like five to six years older than Superman. That means he would have. The, if he's been doing that for twenty years, he would have been Batman in his teens. He'd been in like nineteen twenty. Yeah, if he's like thirty eight, thirty nine, forty, something like that. Yeah. But Alfred's in his sixties, I think. So. Um, and Irons, I think, is uh, is that yeah. old too? I oh, think yeah, he's yeah. in his fifties. I think 60s, Irons reflects Gotham's. But I like that version. I like that version of Alfred. I do too. Which is the if you I don't know if you read he's Jeff a, Johns' is Earth One. Yeah, oh yeah, he was like he was like a soldier. Yes, yeah. he's yeah. like well, it's more like the, the, the Gotham, the Gotham TV one. Show. Correct. That's what, I was, yeah. that's what yeah. I was trying to say. He reminds me more of the Gotham Alfred versus I mean the Gotham TV show Alfred. He, yes, that kind of mindset where he's tough. No nonsense type of guy. He's still working for Bruce, but he's like, you know, Sean he's, he's his he's his mentor for what for, for lack of what he doesn't have, you know. So, mm-hmm. so I like I like I liked his character in that. Yeah, it's, it's I mean the Batmobile. We see the Batmobile. We see the Batwing. I mean it's it's uh, we've seen the the big metal suit, you know. The, almost like Although a, I did think the guy the Superman, Superman Buster, Buster. <laughs> is that what you're thinking? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the guy the, when they showed <laughs> the guy, asking, like, why is he wearing a cape on that? <laughs> right. Yeah. The guy who has the the bat the batarang. Yeah. In the bed of his chest. Yeah. He looks like who is that? I don't know, but he looks like Henry Cavill when he had the beard almost from the oh, last movie. Just yeah. not as big. I was like, that's Superman. At first, I was kind of thinking, is that like a is that Zaz? But he doesn't have any cuts on him, you right, know. Or yeah. you know, I was thinking if it's I don't know if he's he's just a generic bad guy or either, what. Yeah. But that's that was kind of cool. See those the batterings and play and mm. yeah, I, I thought it was cool, man. I like how the, the Wayne Manor's just like yeah desolate. Mm. Yeah, so where's the Batcave? Is it still under it's the still manor? Under there, yeah. yeah okay. I think, yes. mm-hmm. You know what would have been really neat is if the only thing I thought of too a couple times was thinking it would have been really cool to see like a big penny. Or like a, yeah. a, a T Rex. Oh, there's, there's no room in that. I know. Okay. It would have been cool though. That would have been so cool. I would have liked yes. that. It's too much like GQ Batcave. It's all. Oh, it's a. Uh, it's definitely modern, modern day. It's definitely modern day Batcave. Yeah. Yeah. There's no room for giant pennies. Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> That's down in the storage room. Ah. Uh, okay. Well, we uh, we want to yeah. get to Suicide Squad here. So, any final thoughts on? Two thumbs up for me. Cool. Now, um, I think I think this truly. The way it looks at it, it truly does kick off. This one does kick off the DC Cinematic Universe. I think mm-hmm. this is really going to take it, launch it off, and then, yeah, the next movie we get is this dang Suicide Squad movie, which is yeah, it's definitely not definitely not a Marvel movie. Let's put it that way, <laughs> right? I wonder so, if it's R rated. I wonder. You think you think BVS would be R rated? I don't think that'll be R. No, I don't think that will. Suicide Squad though. So that's why it's possibility, possibility based on how they're treating their characters, you know. But I don't know about that. Hmm. Interesting. You can what still was have, how many f bombs can you have before you, you only have one f bomb? One and a for PG thirteen, and two makes it R. Yeah, automatically. I like to see Harley Quinn have some f bombs. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, Sony, they're using their one f bomb in all the X Men movies now. Because even are. even even in the I saw a, a you know mm-hmm. bootleg trailer yeah. of, of the new one and it was in the trailer. Oh really? Yeah, I think Magneto was it Magneto who said it? Th- yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they, they did that in the trailer. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So Suicide Squad, we got that as well. Yes. A lot going on there. Yeah. Th- this one, I didn't. 
This one I didn't expect to get released. I didn't either. I didn't either. Um, like everybody that wanted to see it saw the bootleg of it, which is somebody just recording it on the screens at the at Comic Con. Which, so I saw it once and was like, "Yeah, looks great," you know. But until you see it in detail, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh man, watching bootlegs, nothing, nothing compared to watching. Um, yeah. Fantastic. I mean, I just I'm I'm pumped for this movie as well. Um, this one we're definitely not getting over a year. Is August of next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like we've seen so much already, and uh, so happy with the way Harley Quinn is coming across. Happy with. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Will Smith. I mean, I, I think he's a, he's a he's become a great great actor. I'm so, I'm glad he's gotten into the. I'm actually glad he's gotten into this character versus being a superhero. Like, I didn't want to see him as Green Lantern or, mm-hmm. you know, um, Cyborg or yeah, something like that. Another, you know? another right. Hancock. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, Deadshot. This is perfect. Deadshot's a good, it's yeah, perfect. It's a good take for him to do that. Um, didn't expect to see Joker. Got great shot of Joker, which I'm happy with. Um, yeah, this is... Uh, Killer Croc and his actual totally, man. makeup, not mm-hmm. CG, is yes. great. I think he great. looks amazing. So many characters in this, in this movie. Yeah. So it, it seems like they're focusing on the backstories of Harley Quinn. Yeah, definitely. And Deadshot, um, which makes sense because they're, they're two big stars right now, mm-hmm. Margot Robbie and uh, oh, yeah. Will Smith, which were in a, they were in a movie together recently, Focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but no, I, I'm I'm anticipated. I'm anticipating this movie. You know, obviously right behind Star Wars, right behind Batman, Superman. Um, but I'm excited for this man. I think this this continues it. You know, there's a shot of Batman in in yep. there, even yep. though who knows when this really takes place. It, yeah. You know, I don't know. So I loved it. Loved it. Yeah, I I think we are going to get some origins in this one. Obviously, not every member of the Suicide Squad would right, be a six right. hour movie. But um, yeah, and this whole thing is which is which is new, and I actually wanted to talk about this in Batman v Superman is um, so real quick. A lot of the regular audience, the ones who don't read things and all this, they're like, "So wait, it really is Batman versus Superman? They're they're fighting? I don't I don't get it." And then they see the trailer and like, "So that's how they're spinning it. This is." This is pretty cool. It's like this is a different way to do a superhero mm-hmm. movie. Just like Suicide Squad, it's not good versus evil, it's bad versus evil. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's these morally ambiguous uh, characters who still have some redeeming qualities, you know, you see Deadshot with his kid and this type of thing. So it's you know, it's a different spin on it. Yes. I've always been fascinated with the Suicide Squad ever since uh you know, I've heard, I knew about them from uh, my my first take from them since I wasn't in the comics was Smallville. You know, uh, Smallville introduced the Suicide Checkmate and Suicide mm-hmm. Squad much later. So you got the Dead Shot. You got uh, um, you had Rick Flag in it. You had um, some of the people like like um, uh, who you had Livewire. You had Parasite. You had all these these different villains in there. Um, what's her name? Uh, the girl. She was on Flash. Um, Explosion, uh, plastique. plastique yeah. So mm-hmm. you had all those, and, and I didn't know about it. I had to read up on what the Suicide Squad was when I was watching Smallville. Like, oh, okay, so that, and and I'm a big, I, I'm I'm interested always in Amanda Waller. You know, she's she's the one that's always been kind of, you know, 
concerned with the powers, you know, with the, the heroes with powers. Um, and she's always had this idea of, well, let's just not lock up these bad guys. Let's put them to good use. That way, if something goes bad, we don't have to. Right. We can just right. deny ability. Yeah, expendable. Expendable. So you know, she, she's always been interesting, and she's always found her self in tight, you know, situations because of this. And um, they got a they got a phenomenal actress to play her, um, the Oscar winner from. Uh, Viola Davis, I think, right? Davis, yeah, yeah. And her uh, her entrance, the trailer really she she embodies Amanda Waller. Yeah, she really Cutting does. That big steak. Yeah, the only it's one like the bad guys, right? She's like, yes, yeah. Like she's like she's no nonsense, and she's she doesn't have any. You know, she has no she has no ambiguity in what she's doing. I mean, she really doesn't. So, and she played that really well in that that short sequence in that trailer. Yeah, for sure. Now, the only one missing that I can see right now, and I think there's rumors still that I don't know if he's going to show up in that movie or, but uh, Steve Trevor, because mm-hmm. um, there's I think there's rumors right now that Chris Pine has the choice if he wants to play Steve Trevor or Hal Jordan. Hmm. Um, there was rumors that he was going to get announced at Comic Con, which one he was going with, but. But I think they're saving Steve Trevor to, for the Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman movie because he has a relationship with her. Um, and then Pine, of course, if he's if he ends up being Hal Jordan, he's not going to show up till much later in the series. Um, but Steve Trevor is kind of the guy that Waller puts in charge of right. the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but anyway, yeah. So it doesn't seem like he's in this. Seems like he, he seems like Deadshot is kind of in charge of the squad. You know. Uh, and we can't remember, we can't forget Captain Boomerang is in it as well. Jay Courtney, so yeah, I like I, I do wish that that Tom Hardy could have found time to be <sighs> yeah, part Rick, of that crew. That he was Rick been, Flag, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he would have been not that not that um, who they have right now is not yeah hasn't been good, but it's just like it would have been really cool to have Tom Hardy in there as one of those characters because he could really sell being a bad guy. Yeah. Um, without having a mask on his face. He's almost like be, he's he, done it before. He needs to be Deathstroke. <laughs> if they can get him to be Deathstroke. He would be awesome as Deathstroke. And that would be a cool, you know, oh, Suicide man. Squad does well. I think it's a, you yeah. know, that, that would definitely be a thing to do is to have a, that big bad would be Deathstroke come in there and do that because he's always been part of dealing with the Suicide Squad. Yes. But the Suicide Squad trailer itself for me was a hundred times more than I ever expected. Like I didn't expect to get that much. I don't think we'd even see the Joker or yeah, that totally much of Harley agree. Quinn or just be a lot, of, a lot of the shots of them walking that we've seen on, you know, but to have all those shots and show Harley, you know, she's by herself in that cell. She does a very kind of Hannibal Lecter type move. Yeah. And so you know, she's like just destroying guards all of a sudden. <laughs> so, you know, she's she's pretty much a badass. And um, yeah, it was just more than I ever anticipated to get in like right from the get go. I mean, that's a lot of stuff. To, a lot. To, to to sink your teeth into and you know I, I had my concerns with Jared Leto not concerns with him as an actor when they first showed that picture I was kind of like eh we'll wait and see but I based on what just that little bit we saw he looks like he's gonna play his own you know yeah. his own version of the Joker which is good I mean he's not trying to he's not trying to be be pleasure he's, not yeah. trying, he's just trying to be his own thing so. I don't want to rock the boat <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to and people have said that I'm not the only one. You know, people yeah, have, yeah, people no. have said that they're getting they're getting a lot of Ledger in that little performance we've seen so far. They're also getting a lot of Nicholson, but not so much from Batman, but from The Shining. 
Now, if you remember, he's like, I'm not going to hurt you, or I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you real bad. Mm-hmm. If you think back to The Shining, when Jack starts to lose it, and he's talking to Wendy there on the stairs, and he's got the mm-hmm. bat, he says, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. It's, yeah, so people, a lot of people are saying he, he's taking Jack and... Uh, and also Jack from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, where he gets electroshock therapy as well, like he does to Harley Quinn, it seems, in this movie, and some ledger and kind of mixing it up together. Because, and it, it, it admittedly, it's going to be hard when you have X number of people who have played the Joker before you to do it completely, completely different. Sure. So but it's also going to be impossible for people like who are saying this right now to try to compare it to Oh, he's taking a little bit of this and taking a little bit of that. I mean, you can, yeah, you can say that, and and but I can see it as like it's his own thing. I mean, yeah. everybody, I, I can pull probably something out of everybody's performance that somebody else has already done. But I mean, I didn't well, see, sure, I didn't yeah. see like the Jack Nicholson act on that with him at all. I mean, I know what scene you're talking about, but he's, I don't think he's. I mean, I don't see that. But much like you say, it's hard for an actor not to kind of deal with it. You know that you know, that um, kind of history that's already built there. Again, I don't, I don't think certain audience members can subtract it either. They're going to look for whatever they can. Oh, what's he doing? Is he doing that? Is he doing ledger? Is he doing, you know, because ledger kind of made it hit the pinnacle with it. So everybody's going to be nitpicking his performance to pieces on it. And definitely much like with, with Affleck being cast as Batman, I just have to, as a, as a viewer, just not, I can't, I can't reference that because they're trying to do something different. So, you know, if it's, yeah. if it's, I mean, it's hard for me to separate it as well, but I don't want to get in that mindset of like trying to figure out what he's doing because that just distracts from me enjoying the performance in and of itself. Cause you can look at Heath Ledger and say he's, he's pulling from just more of a psychotic Jack Nicholson at certain points in his thing, you know, but you know, he made it what it, what it was. Well, I think, so. I think the, I think we got previously the two extremes versions of the Joker. Yeah. I think with Jack, you got, the comedic Joker and with Heath, you got the, I think the, you could say psychotic, but it's more sane, creepy villainous version of the Joker. Right. Nihilist. Yeah. So I, I I just think we got the two extremes. So Mm -hmm. I think whoever does it from now on is going to have to fall somewhere in the middle, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the meme that's online? No. So I took off picture of, um, who's the guy that played it in, Caesar, Caesar Romero. Romero. They had Caesar Romero, Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, and then um, Jared. Jared Leto. And it said for for the the early Batman, it was or for early Joker, it said clown. Other one for Jack Nicholson said comedian. For Heath Ledger, uh, it said anarchist. And for Ledger or Leto, it said psychotic. Ah, uh, yeah. So see, like I, think, he's, I think he's, that's true. He's trying to play like that. He's got to play the but psychotic the one. Thing, one. Like but just, but I was, I was going to say the one thing you can change always is the way he looks and that's why i think they had to go this extreme to make him something different which is the tattoos we haven't seen him with tattoos before right but then you know the question too is is because he does seem a little pale is that a result of you know the the, chemicals chemicals is his hair dyed or is it actually green you know and that's the version like when we got that with jack Mm-hmm. We didn't get that with Heath because Heath was just makeup. Um, so that's a question of what they're going to do with this. Is this is this 
is this is he choosing to look like this or is this completely his brain making himself look right, like this you yeah. know what i mean is he the joker because he wants to be the joker or is it because he fell in this chemical and now he looks like a joker so, you know so yeah there's those questions i think and i think um but i think but i guess the 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 question is do you, do we know do we know who he's actually talking to have you read the speculations on who he's actually talking to? No. The only thing I've seen is that he's talking to Harley Quinn. That wait in that scene at the mm-hmm. very end. That's what I read too. Like that's, there's a, there's that's Harley quick, Quinn's. There's, there's a quick shot transformation. There's a quick shot of somebody strapped down to a table, their head strapped down to the table with glasses on. It's not a clear shot, but, but it's Harley. Like that's that's Harleen. Yes. Before she becomes Harley Quinn. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. Mm-hmm. So I think there's that backstory going to be in the movie of her, yeah. how Joker. Because I don't know if he's actually, that's what I'm saying. Like that Batman scene, like I think all of that might be flashback. I'm not right. sure if, he, I'm not sure he's actually in the movie. I think he's only in her flashbacks, possibly. That's possibly. Could that's be. my, yeah. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Because yeah, that's think, a totally different, I mean, they're like, he's in a nice car. And yeah. Before we've seen the pictures, he's wearing a suit. You know, he's more like the, Kind of like the the current Bat- Joker Capullo's, right. you know, kind of like strips, you know, the middle mohawk that's kind of slicked back. Now you know, I and now I definitely don't think and looking dapper. And, I definitely don't think we've seen that Joker. No, 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 screen. no. But he, now Scott Snyder Joker, man. Correct. Yeah. Well, in the animated series, off, yeah. You know, yeah. In the animated series, he was always wearing yeah, a suit true. and mm-hmm. a trench coat and a hat, and he was more. The, I think he wore gloves. Mm-hmm. Like that was gloves. Jack Nicholson. That was a Jack Nicholas. Uh, Jack Nicholson. Joker, right? No, I think it was more of a mix of the comics and what they kind of came up with. I mean, yeah, he Jack Nicholson did wear a suit. Yeah. In the in the movie, but I don't know if I don't know if they were really trying to pull from the movie or. Or what? I mean, it's kind of hard to say now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But but the storyline, like, real quick, I think you know what I've what I've read the rumor to be the storyline is I don't know if you guys heard this at all, but um, and and it, I don't know if it makes sense if it does take place after Batman Superman, but the rumor I was read it actually takes place before Batman Superman, and the squad has been put together by Amanda to actually go after Batman. Because he's become kind of in his apparently in his later years or something like that, or at first no one can, or maybe it's kind of early on, no one can actually catch him, and no one can see him. You know, the government's been trying to catch. He's a vigilante, you know, because um, because I, th- I don't even think he might be even working with the police at this point. But uh, um, but the rumor was that the reason Joker has kind of been talked about and, and why he's in there a little bit is because he's caught. Joker's caught. And they go talk to him because he's the only one actually has seen Batman. So hmm. I don't know how much that's true based on what I've seen in the trailer because it seems like it takes place after Superman because she even references since Superman came out, people have been coming out of the woodworks with their powers. So I don't know. It doesn't seem like that storyline is actually true, even though it sounded good in the beginning. I do like the fact that at least uh, Deadshot in this version is very much the comic book. Yeah. Deadshot. I mean – in all the other, all the other 
versions we've seen of him. He's got like, you know, he may have a little eyepiece look coming in front of his face so he can focus about that. But the comics is always wearing the, the mask and the thing on his eye and that's yeah. what it is. And now it's it's white versus being like, usually it's like a chrome, I think yeah. it is, color or whatever. But the fact that he's wearing that mask with the whole eyepiece on it and everything, that looks, that looks like a comic book. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. I love when they do this. You know, I'm glad we're going more and more like that direction with all these movies, especially with, yeah. you know, once Guardians came out, I was pretty sure that you could pretty much do anything at that point and it could be very comic booky, and we can we can live with it because I don't know if you've seen it's kind of off topic but have you seen any of the Age of Apocalypse stuff that's been out yes Apocalypse himself I mean and I, I'm not one to, to you know I've always been a big big proponent of not judging too much on one photo but that photo of Apocalypse <laughs> is pretty freaking terrible yeah from what I've seen I yeah. mean Psylocke she looks just like Silent. She looks great. You know, I mean, even everybody looks pretty much like they should, but Apocalypse. He needs to be this big dude. Doesn't he, look like, this, doesn't he supposed to look like Darkseid? He, no, he did Well, I thought he's supposed kinda, to be like. Kind of. He's more, but he, is, he doesn't have like the, the rock formation yeah. face. But he's, he's got like a thing, very prominent in his mouth is like this metal piece that attaches his jaw. I mean, it's a very prominent marking on, he's got like lips are like purple and his skin tones, a little different color. And he's bald. And he's got like hoses coming from his suit, but not like, like on the side of his face and the people that have been memeing online. He looks like Ivan ooze from power <laughs> Rangers, or it could be the same guy for all I know playing him. Um, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not one to criticize too much, but you know, too early, but man, that looks terrible. That looks terrible for Apocalypse. Apocalypse Agreed. is supposed to be, he's supposed to be a dark side. He's yeah, supposed large to be a Thanos. Large he's supposed and, yeah. to be this, he just looks like a, just a just pur- some dude. Pur- purple dude. Like a, a cosplayer. With a, with a, exactly. It, <laughs> yeah. looks, it does yeah. not look good. I mean, maybe I don't, don't give him the big A on his belt, like in the cartoon, but make him big and give him that big voice. You, Muscle. You know, I mean, yeah, just, just feels this like. This guy's just like a normal voice. And I don't, yeah, I'm not. Wow. I don't know. I'm, a, I'm really, I'm not in that big into the whole x-men thing and i watch them all but yeah it's like i was like especially seeing psylocke because i was like okay finally we have a psylocke that she looks like the comic book i she mean does. her outfit looks like the comic. they even made comments about how sexualized it is and how it takes four people to get her in the tight outfit and everything Man, okay that's fine if you're gonna go full-blown 90s go full-blown 90s but that ain't apocalypse from the 90s no that's, that's apocalypse <laughs> like I, I don't know what that is no. i have no idea wow. what that is. if you would have shown me that and said who is this character and not give me I would be like, I no freaking idea. Who that's yeah, really? Be. No way. See, I, I don't. All I, all I'd known is that he looks similar to Darkseid. That's what I always thought. But because because I thought I read that he was kind of derived from Darkseid after Darkseid had been introduced. Yeah, they introduced, he did come later. They introduced Apocalypse a little later. That kind of was the. Their, Are we supposed to be the the one villain that they can't beat. Like yes, he, you know, he, like Darkseid, right? Yeah, very much like Darkseid. And this yeah. guy's just like. Well, what was even worse was is that people had posted online um, cosplayers who cosplayed as Apocalypse. Who looked better? Who looked awesome? <laughs> like that looks like Apocalypse. Yeah, you know wow. when you get when you get when you get uh, what we got from a major studio. That's that's what hmm. that's what Apocalypse is supposed to look like. Oh, jeez! Oh my gosh! That yeah, is, that that's like Dark Side. That's not the same guy. That's not like the yeah. same guy we saw in the, and that's even oh like kind of a God. That, jazzed up version of Apocalypse. Actually, so that's, that's like the cartoon version. That, that looks comic books. similar to I mean, him. Yeah. Comic books. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that ain't nothing like that. No. You got to get like freaking uh, the Rock or something to play that guy. Yeah. Something. Like the Rock would have been a good 
he could he could have done that really well. I mean, the, yeah, this is or more just like, make him look like or just CG a Hulk character. Yeah, right, I mean, yeah. he's got like the hoses that comes from his arms, oh, yeah, you know, back of his suit and stuff like that. But to have that like neck piece that go, I, I don't know what that is. That doesn't make huh. any sense to me. Yeah. Wow. Because <laughs> like I said, so, anyway, there were anyway. some people who cosplayed that were incredible. I was like, yeah. that if a cosplayer can figure it out, why can't a million dollar Millions of dollar movie, but sorry, right. didn't make it up there. Anyway, so that's our review of Ant Man, Batman v Superman, and Suicide Squad. I think that'll uh, bring this podcast to a close, and we will end with a final thought. Dave, uh, <laughs> shoot! Everyone is now on their phones looking at pictures of. Apocalypse. No, I was thinking. I was. I was wanting to make sure I knew, like, um, that I was saying that correctly. That. Apocalypse came after. He came after, didn't he? He did come after Darkseid. Yeah. After Darkseid, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Thanos came after Darkseid, so. Yeah. Thanos came after who? Darkseid? Yeah. Thanos, Thanos is a direct ripoff of Darkseid. Oh, Thanos is. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Many years. 70, 1970 oh, yeah. was Darkseid. 86 was Apocalypse. Age Apocalypse. Uh, there was a whole thing came out in the 80s and 90s. It was a huge, big thing with Apocalypse that came out with that. Yeah. And he was big in the 90s X-Men cartoon. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Russ, final thought? Change Apocalypse's outfit. There you go. <laughs> My final thought. Dave? Um, no matter how much I'm stoked for DC, Star Wars, Star Wars. is like, we saw. I saw the trailer in front of Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was almost the best part of my night. Yeah, seeing that trailer. <laughs> yeah. The way I just said to you too. Remember, I said, "Have you seen the trailer on the big, big screen?" Yet? And like, yeah. no. And all of a sudden, it's like, "Oh man, the big screen!" Freaking cannot wait beautiful. for that. Cannot beautiful wait for thing. that movie. Definitely, definitely. Beautiful thing. Uh, my final thought is: there's uh, I forget what they title it, but there's a Star Wars. Um, it might have been like Comic Con trailer. It's the one where. Mark Hamill's talking. That was about, all the extra footage stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that trailer that's out there. That. Whatever you behind want to the scenes stuff mm-hmm. is amazing. That'll get you just as amped as the actual trailer. Oh yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. uh, perfect. They're cool talking about yeah, mm-hmm. they're talking about the history, shooting on film, the practical effects. You know, having one foot in the new age, one foot in the classical age, and everything. It's just that's such a good video. Yeah, love that video. I, nice. I was uh, I was amazed from the very beginning. This was stuff we saw a while ago, but. You know the the new droid when we saw it in the trailer, we're all like, ah, oh, that's, that's, that's CG. When they brought out the actual robot standing next to R two D two on a stage and rolling around, I was like, how does it? How, how's that working? <laughs> that's awesome. Is that magnets? What's that going is, on? That's cool. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, for Dave Cottingham, thanks for listening, everybody. For Russell Johnson, have a good one. I'm Chad Perkins. We are the Twenty One Podcast. They're Twenty One Productions. This has been the Twenty One Podcast. It's been a minute since we've done this. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of the 21 Network. For more great podcasts, visit 21network.com. To view additional content, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash 21network. Follow us on Twitter at 21network for the latest news and updates. The 21 Network, for the fan and all of us.